0: Welcome in, One Nation, to another episode of The Hive Podcast, TJ Wingate, today joined by grad student, Izzy Lockamy.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks so much for joining me, man. No problem, no problem. Thank you for having me.
0: No, of course. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. College basketball's back, and uh, Lynchburg, and and you guys are actually playing your regularly scheduled time slot, right? You guys are playing in the winter. Does that feel any different than playing in the spring last year?
1: Yes, it's like old times it feels good i mean our school year has been different so that's a little different about it but i do like the fact that we aren't in school (laughs) right now having classes but yeah i enjoy it no doubt but it did shrink your off season a little bit right yeah it did a little bit so did that factor in anything a little difference there um i wouldn't say it factored in too much just because we did practice as a team and i feel like we did work in the off season uh, individually as well as we got together during the summer and we worked out with each other
0: Awesome. Yeah. So now looking at the team as a whole, I mean, you guys have so many pieces coming back. Let's we'll start with all you know uh, the the big three, as I like to call them <laughs> on, on our broadcast, with the right. grad students. There's a lot of pieces to this team that make it really a uh, right. really fun team to watch. But you, Theron Suggs, TC Thacker, grad students, all coming back. We'll talk about Carrington in a second. Newcomer, yeah. but. That three, you guys bring back so much experience and playing
1: time in general from a
0: team that made it to the ODAC championship last year. How has that helped kind of put this
1: team where it needs to be at early on? Uh, I feel like with our leadership and experience, we definitely have been setting the standard and showing what Lynchburg basketball is supposed to look like. TC and I have been here since we were freshmen, so we got our chemistry, and Suggs, he's been here since my junior year, and that's been about three years now, so mm-hmm. I knew him, but we didn't play together, but yeah, we've been we've been doing good, I would say. And I'm <coughs> sure it makes
0: Coach Scott's job that much easier, that much, uh, <laughs> an extension of the coaching staff. All right, if you we try, them. we yeah, try. For sure. And now, uh, let's talk about Carrington. He's, he's a newcomer, but yeah. he's one of those grad students y'all have on the roster, yeah. and I think when you talk about energy player, a guy who just brings that extra oomph right. to the game, it feels like Carrington's that guy for y'all. Yeah. Anytime he gets a rebound, <laughs> the bench gets hyped he gets a bucket, everyone starts going crazy. Right. Is that kind of who
1: he who He who is in general? Yeah, he's not selfish at all. He's a real humble guy. and He knows his role, and he loves his role. Sometimes he even says that he goes out there and he feels like he's not doing anything. <laughs> he's just running around, but he's definitely helping us, and we definitely appreciate
0: it. And he's a guy with a lot of playing time, transfer from Ferrum, yep. guy who's touched the court a whole lot. Yes. What about some of the newcomers? Are there any new players, freshmen, or even just young players maybe in their sophomore year that you've been really impressed with early right. on?
1: Yeah, I would say, honestly, everybody on our team. Everybody, every single person on our team is pretty good. Um, I know last year with the freshmen in the different season, freshmen got to play last year. And Mm so they have some experience under their belts, uh, especially in the championship game. A few freshmen last year played in that, which are sophomores now. And then our junior class, they have experience like Noah, I would say. Sure. uh, He started when he was a freshman. So we definitely have experience on the court. Um, We've just been trying to grow as a team and play together.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And I think Jordan Parham's another one of those yes. young players. He he yes. played really well the other day, yeah. and guy can feels like he can shoot it from just about yes. anywhere. JP, so
1: JP, that's the, <laughs> that's my guy.
0: Another newcomer to the program, mm-hmm. not a freshman but a junior transfer from Barton College, Camp Savage. Yes, and sir. I mean, especially against CNU, yes, shot sir. the lights out yes, and sir. doing so in an old school way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Elbow jumpers (laughs) are not sexy anymore for basketball. You want to shoot them from 25 out or something like that. Cam Savage does it the
1: old-fashioned way. What does that do for y'all's offense? It just makes us a threat, honestly. Um, Like he said in his interview, any one of us could go off any night. He definitely gets in the gym. He works. I actually worked out with him this morning. He was working out. Um, I love Cam. He plays defense, and he brings extra energy to the team. He's such a leader, and I appreciate him.
0: So, it's funny, you mentioned I talked to uh, Jordan a couple of days ago, and I've also talked to Cam. And you know what they both mentioned in post-game interviews? <laughs> was y'all's defense. Yeah. Which has been remarkable, because when, well, you know, I'm first year here, and I'm thinking, okay, well, TC's good for a double-double, Izzy right. can shoot it from anywhere, Jordan looks like he can shoot it, Theron's threat for 20 points a night. <laughs> right. But y'all's defense, especially against CNU yeah, and the North Carolina Wesleyan last time yeah, out, sir. it's been really fun and exciting to watch and i say that as somebody who doesn't like watching teams shoot 25 percent from the field (laughs) right but that's what y'all have been forcing teams to do like cnu and like north carolina wednesday right by by the way teams pick to win their conference these are not slouches that you're doing this to but can you kind of talk about what y'all's mindset and and just the ability to
1: go after it on the defensive side so i would say first coach coach he emphasizes defense and we know defense wins championships um it's our mentality. We, we feel like we just have to play defense. We play together and talking helps with that, but defense is our key. We know if we lock up on the other end, everything else will handle itself. No doubt. And it certainly has translated so far this year. Now I want to talk
0: about you a little bit. So okay. grad student here. So what are you studying? What's your grad degree going to be? Uh, nonprofit leadership studies. Awesome. And what yes. made you want to go in that direction?
1: Um, A little bit of my entrepreneurial side. I like, sure. I want to be a business owner. Um, and i guess nonprofit leadership i would consider myself mm-hmm. a leader so That's, I guess, a little bit of the reason why.
0: For sure. So, let's go back to last year. Obviously, you guys played 10 games on the year, right? (laughs) 64 record. You get into the postseason. It's a small sample size, so I was a little hesitant to break it up, but we were talking beforehand. Shooting percentage last year, (laughs) 22.2%. As I'm doing my preseason scout, I'm like, that doesn't feel like a number that really translates, and your number your sophomore year was obviously a little bit closer to where it is now. Now, you're right around that 40% mark, which is kind of what I had anticipated you being at, but seeing the percentage from last year and seeing where it is this year, what went into trying to improve that mark?
1: I would say I have a standard for myself. Um, I have a really high standard for myself. I wasn't happy at all with last season. Um, I understand it happens and I just know I got to bounce back. So just been staying way more focused, having confidence in myself, staying in the gym, not letting anything really distract me.
0: And I will say, anytime I'm walking through Wayne Profit Court, I see one of two people, either you Working on three-point shots, or I see Dow at the free throw line, yes, and sir. it's it's nonstop. You two, I'm always seeing in there, which is really impressive yes, in its own right. So then, talking more about three-point shooting, and again, last year you played, you know, ten throwing the ODAC games, fourteen games or whatever. Small sample size. Sometimes exactly. shooting numbers can get wonky there. Right. But what is that mindset as somebody who gets it done from beyond the arc? Now, granted, I say that North Carolina Wesleyan, you did some stuff at the rim. It was nice. Got a little right. bit of English off the <laughs> glass and whatnot. Thank you, but thank you. That said, you make your living from shooting downtown, and that can be a, a tough way to get it done because once things start going bad, sometimes the mental side of it can snowball downward. Yes. How do you try to counteract that and get yourself back to where you know, like, hey, anytime I get the ball, I can knock it down?
1: Right. I would say first just having faith and confidence in myself, but I would honestly say this might sound weird, but reading. I've been reading books um, just on my mental state, and that helped me, so confidence has really been a big part of that. And just making sure I forget about the last shot then just believe the next shot is going in. That's what I would say. That's
0: really interesting. That's almost like the <laughs> a late Kobe Bryant type of like mentality to where like I'm gonna right. focus on that aspect of it and I'm gonna make sure I know I have confidence the next time I take a shot. That's a really interesting outlet right yes, there. Sir. But so now talking more about the team, y'all have a really good team, talent wise, you have a great coaching staff with you. And you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about one of the coaches, Coach Hall. Yeah. Feels like everybody here in Lynchburg loves Coach Hall. <laughs> Last two years as a part-time coach, now he's named the full-time assistant. Yes, what, what is he like to be around every day?
1: Coach Dill is fun. He every time we win, he comes in the locker room with a new dance. So he gives <laughs> us he gets us really hype. He always brings energy, he tells the truth, he tries to help us improve any way he can. And he's he's been doing a good job. He's been doing a good job. That's
0: awesome. So now big picture. It, it's a little unfortunate, but it's also kind of cool to be right. able to say this, but y'all play in a conference with the number one team in the country right now, Randolph-Macon, and right. y'all have a date set for, uh, let's see, uh, middle of January, January 15th to be exact, okay. at RMC. yeah. What is it like knowing that, hey, voters saw them as the best team in the country. We're guaranteed to get a date with them at least once. Yeah. What goes into that anticipation buildup for when we get to that point in the
1: season? I'm going to be honest, TJ. We try not to think about it. Sure, we sure. Hey, Andy here I am th- trying to make <laughs> you think <about laughs> right. it. We try not to, but we we definitely know in the back of our minds that we owe them something Mm -hmm. we owe them something just because we had the championship here last year and we didn't get it done so we definitely want to get it done when we go there january 15th
0: and that's the other aspect, right? It's, it's a rematch once we get yep. there of the ODAC championship yes, game sir. last year, and that's going to be really exciting. So I won't make you look too far <laughs> down the calendar, but no talk big picture. Mm-hmm. What do you see as the potential for this team? We've talked about the talent, so many, new com- or so many newcomers that are exciting, a lot of returners that are obviously well-known, yes, coaching staff's great. What do you see as the potential for this team?
1: Uh, just like coach says he literally tells us the only people that can beat us is ourselves Mm -hmm. Um, like I said before we play defense and we lock up and we play together we will get it done I believe that we are the best team in the country and I feel like we are gonna just have to prove it every night that we step on the floor we hold ourselves to a high standard we have everything we have all the keys we know what we need to do we just have to keep improving we can't settle and we can't get comfortable
0: well, that is awesome. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that all that continue to play out into fruition. Izzy, a couple more questions I had for you actually? Yes, sir. So, when I got here, my grad assistant Sam Rice, he, he's talking to me about Sam. is he locked me That's my and, you know is he cash? He keeps saying is he cash? That's I'm my like, god. Well, what is that? What is what? I mean, I get it, <laughs> but like. What? And then, you know, once I got to see you play, and I was like, oh, OK, Fitz's
1: play style. I totally get it. But tell me about the orange origins of Izzy Cash. Where does that come from? I would say so Izzy Cash really came from the ninth grade. Um, my nickname used to be Ice, <laughs> which is funny. But Izzy, people started calling me Izzy in high school. And my one of my best friends, she said, why don't you go with Izzy Cash? And it stuck with me since the ninth grade. <laughs> okay. V-
0: that that is unbelievable. So be on the lookout. Next broadcast, broadcaster, knockdown of three. I'm gonna I got the line queued up and I've been waiting for it. But now I have the, the okay, I know you like it. So
1: thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, of course, man. Appreciate Any final thoughts? Yeah, I would say I wanna say one thing. Shout out to Sleepy Way, uh Sleepy Ace checking out. Sleepy Ace checking out. Awesome. Shout out to him. Well, that is gonna do it for this
0: episode of the Hive Podcast. Be sure to come back next week when we have a new episode for you. But until then, for Easy Lock Me, my name's TJ Winger. Till next time we are signing off. Thank you.